Hello and welcome to this episode of The Art and Design of Sci-Fi and Fantasy, Mystery and Horror. In this episode, I speak with Peter Williams, an actor uh, perhaps best well known to sci-fi fans from his work as Apophis in Stargate SG-1, although he's been in a lot of television shows and movies as well. So we talk about uh, his life as an actor and uh, some of the stuff that, that motivates him and, and inspires him. Thank you and enjoy. I'm here at Shirley 40 with actor Peter Williams. Thank you for speaking with me. My pleasure, man. So tell me, where did uh, acting start for you? <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, a commonly asked question, uh, but that's a good thing because I have a commonly <laughs> prepared response. I, um, I got out of university with a Bachelor of Arts degree that was not easily translatable into a gainful occupation. Um, I did a series of um, temporary jobs before my brother dared me to answer an ad for uh, actors required ad in the newspapers and um, I did so I got the part to cut the long story short and wound up for an entire month playing to packed houses as the light relief in Whose Life Is It Anyway, which most people know as a Richard Dreyfuss film, but this was a stage production of it, and uh, the character I played had all the funny lines, all the comic relief, yeah. so every time I opened my mouth I had a response from the crowd, a positive response, and um, I was hooked. hooked. So I uh, moved to a bigger city and waited on million tables and um, worked my way into the Actors Union and got lucky. So did you work where you're from? I'm not sure where you grew I'm, up. I'm Jamaican. I grew up in Jamaica, but uh, yes, good question. I, um, For context, I uh, immigrated to Canada in 1981, and this is uh, a Canadian okay. story. So are you a comedy person? Is that why you had that role? Or? No, another excellent question. It was, not, it was not by design that I got the comedic part. Any part would have done. It just so happened that this was light relief. In a, the, the play itself is about a quadriplegic, so it was heavy topic. It was heavy topic, and um, the light relief was all in my character. Okay. Everything okay. else was message. So during the course of your career, were, were there points or a point where you said, Wow, I'm 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 really in this, you know, and and once you hit that point, did it change how you approached it? <laughs> I'm really glad I did this interview because that's an extremely intelligent question. I got I I, I was born with a pretty face, <laughs> so I sort of got in for the superficial reasons. Oh. And um, once once in, how did I get in? I got in because. I, it, it tends to. It can be a, a bit of a catch twenty two at times. You have to to get the good work. You have to be in the union. To get into the union, you have to get have some good work, and uh, the two don't usually come together. I got some beer commercials. I did Carlsberg commercials, which were edited into several different spots, and I got several union permits, which allowed me to join the union. Once into the union, I realized, hey, I'm in. I've got to do this right. So I took some acting lessons. Acting classes, for me, started with improv. I did improv at Second City, and um, yes, again, we're on to humor. But I, uh, but uh, I didn't see it at the time as um, something that was going to stay with me. It was more just a way to to practice some um, some chops, and um, uh, eventually it translated into into some work. So, I think I already 
suspect the answer, but being Jamaican, where the, the work you got, were you sort of typecast as, oh, you're the Jamaican, or did you feel more freedom? I personally, I had a little bit more freedom because I uh, I fit nobody's stereotype of anything. I'm a bit of a an oddball. Um, in fact, I. I auditioned three times for that bobsled movie, Cool Runnings, oh. and I, I didn't get the part because I wasn't Jamaican enough. Uh, oh. In fact, yeah. I'm more Jamaican than any of the guys in that movie. Ironic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, but um, as, it, as it stands, my life would have been very different had I had that movie, by the way. That, that was a big hit. Um, and it was a big hit in Jamaica, too, but um, c'est la vie. I uh, uh, no typecasting was not an issue for me because I I tend to straddle boundaries personally. So uh, I want to talk about Stargate. Um, I mentioned that I'm interested in how the props, uh, costumes, and set uh, sort of affected. How did it affect you working in a very visual environment? I told you what I got out of university with a Bachelor of Arts degree. It was geography and archaeology. Oh. So, the archaeology side of me yeah. was turned on by the imagery that I was surrounded with, my character was surrounded with. Mm -hmm. um, I had passing interest in Egyptology, mm -hmm. um, hieroglyphics, um, uh, pyramids, sarcophagi, mm -hmm. Cairo, the Great Rift Valley, mm -hmm. um, and uh, yes, it was... Um, but I didn't have a choice, you know. This part came to me. I, it's not like I sought it out. And when it was um, decorated around me, it just happened to fit. Um, yes, the designs. Um, it, I was also very fortunate. This was a show that was pre-sold for four seasons. So they had a very, very stout budget. And um, because of that, I was surrounded by people at the top of their game set designers, um, art directors, uh, story editors, um, people who were already established in the industry, far more so than I was, and so I was, I was very fortunate in that. So, when you were on the set, was there any point where you saw something visual design that just blew your mind, that you were just... Most of it did, because it was not only archaeologically influenced mm -hmm. it was science fiction uh, it was fantasy based mm -hmm. so there were it was essentially a hyperbole of both those things and was designed to blow your mind it blew our minds and it blew the the, the viewers minds mm -hmm. so your archaeology interests, which periods did you really get into? Yes, uh, Roman period, mostly uh, European archaeology because I studied in Britain. Uh, so the Roman period was particularly interesting to me. Um, and uh, Stone Age, Neolithic, that kind of thing. But um, if you come up a little closer to the present day, into the medieval periods, I was far less interested. Hmm. So why... Uh, why Roman stuff? Well, you know, the Roman Empire uh, prefigured some of the empires we see nowadays. Mm -hmm. And I'm a bit of a lay philosopher. Oh. So I, uh, the rise and fall of empires fascinates me. Mm -hmm. um, the, the 
the, the human dissipation that occurred at the fall of the Roman Empire was fascinating. I mean, it's debauchery at its best. It's, uh, you know, um, moral, the death of moralism. And it's the... It, it left us with Latin. It left us, left us with language. And you might have figured out I'm a bit of a language nerd. Oh, okay. Um, uh, all the Latin-based languages. Uh, I'm not a polyglot. I don't speak another language. But I do have... Uh, an, an, I, I feel like I can understand cross-cultural um, communication very well. If you want... Does that mean... Have you been into have been interested in fantasy, you know, that has Game of Thrones kind of stuff. Does that interest you? I'm going to alienate most of the fandom by saying no. That's fine, that's fine. Uh, no, I'm not into uh, Lord of the Rings. I'm not into Hobbits. I'm not into anything anything that reminds me of the medieval period. For some reason, I have a, a distaste for that because of its association with... Um, with uh, because of the, the, the I think the um, reverence that it's held with held in by people from the colonial period mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and I'm a child of the colonies and um, that sort of shaped shaped my small p politics mm -hmm. have you are you familiar with the book uh, Omeros a, a, a poem and no, I'm not. It's uh, it was a Caribbean poet, uh, Walcott, I think. Well, I know who he is. He, I think he, that's who wrote it. Uh, Walcott's one of, is our is our late great poet laureate. Mm -hmm. So um, I uh, I guess I give myself away there by saying that I don't re recognize the title, but um, perhaps I should, and I will. It's a uh, it, for it. It's a retelling of I, I believe that uh, either the Iliad or the Odyssey in within the Caribbean. Yeah. It's a fisherman who's going about. So I, I know what I'm doing this evening. Once I get back to my hotel room, <laughs> Omeros. Yeah, I think. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, Game of Thrones is yeah. medieval. But I was thinking in terms of like you know the armor and stuff. Would you like to have a role where you were? Centurion, or, or or maybe Toga, <laughs> you know. You know, I uh, actually. You know, it's, I'm, I'm reaching back now, very deep, and I can't recall what this show was, but I do remember wearing some uh, armor with a, a nose, one of those metallic nose bridges that, if you were ever struck across the face, that that was supposed to protect your your, your nose, your breathing. Yeah. I forget what that show was, um, but I am partial to costumes because I recognize yeah. just how much a really good, well-designed costume can do for a character. Mm -hmm. So yes, I would. I would. I wouldn't mind playing something like that. So, if you had your choice, would you like a magnificently costumed character versus just a regular everyday kind of person? At the point I'm at now, I think regular everyday kind of person appeals to me more. But there was a time when the costume would have tilted my favor. Okay. Yeah, it would have titillated my. Interest. So um, now, science fiction. You said you're interested in science fiction. Too. I cut my eye teeth on the original Star Trek. Um, I liked Lost in Space. Uh. Um, I'm older than I look. I um, uh, Stargate is uh, something that interested me when I saw the movie. Mm -hmm. Perhaps even more than the series, to tell you the mm. truth. I, the movie was really stuck with me. 2001 Space Odyssey, I really liked. Uh, Back to the Future, just oh, yeah. gotta say. Oh, yeah. Gotta mention that one. Love it. Um, 
Yes, I have an interest in science fiction, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say I uh, have fetishized it or anything. I, um, I, I, funnily enough, post Stargate, perhaps I've become more interested in it as I've met the fandom, met, met and mingled with the fandom. Yeah, I have come to realize that uh, I am a nerd. <laughs> yeah. So, do you still have an interest in? You said uh, geography was your. That was double my major. major. Yeah, double major, exactly. So do you still have an interest in, in any kind of sciences of any sort? Um, well, mostly social science and political science, I think, would be would be more more along my, um, you know, in my sphere of interest. Um, uh, biological science, too, you know. I'm into, uh, into you know, plants and their healing properties and that sort of thing but um, in terms of uh, electronics or or um, chemical technologies uh, or even nuclear physics no not so much okay but I'll tell you what the last couple of nights I've been outside looking through telescopes to uh, see Venus and Jupiter and Saturn with the rings fascinating so you haven't seen that before never saw it before and I was just fascinated to actually see the rings around Saturn the three three of the four moons around Jupiter I saw a I saw a I saw a um, uh, globular cluster oh wow There's, how's that for a term yeah and uh, and the ring nebula oh wow yeah saw that last night so they have some powerful telescopes they do they do there's some NASA folks that had a, the next booth down and uh, yeah, yeah yeah and they um, you know they opened it up for everybody to have a look nice yeah, I missed that unfortunately but when you were a kid was yeah. there a high-tech device or superpower you wished you had <laughs> uh, you know what I was asked that earlier today and I gotta oh, go I gotta go with invisibility man oh yeah yeah that's that's one that every um, every Randy schoolboy fancies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just kind of poke around yeah and uh, Apophis had uh, a force field that's another good one uh, okay that would repel any projectiles <laughs> shot at you so now what do you think the um, yeah. Accurate role in society is. Uh, you know what? That might have changed since the 2016 American election. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, we are um, we're in a position where people listen to what we say. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have a certain kind of influence on. Uh, I live in a small town, mm-hmm. for example, and people who find out I'm an actor always listen to what I have to say, whether it's uh, valuable or not. Okay. And I think um, social conscience. Mm-hmm. I would have to just draw the line under that phrase, social conscience. Do you have a big role you'd love to sink your teeth into in the future? Um, uh, I'm a lover, not a fighter. So anything with uh, with a with a, a peaceful outlook, uh, um, sociopolitical message, uh, conscience would appeal to me. Do you Perhaps have with a love interest thrown in? Oh, okay. <laughs> you have someone in mind. You don't have to say who, but. Uh, it varies from week to week. <laughs> Got it. Um, are you on social media at all? Can people find you online? I am, yes. I'm on Facebook. I'm a little more discriminating with who I uh, interact with on Facebook these days for obvious reasons. But if you want to follow my Twitter at Actual Apophis, I would be more than happy to add you and um, so can exchange the odd message. So, so that's Actual Apophis? Correct. Well, Actual A P O P H I S current Twitter. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, that's all the questions I have. Do you have any last words? I thank you very much for your interest, and um, I'll see you on social media. Yeah. Thank all you. Right. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening. One of the best ways in which you can provide feedback for this podcast is to rate me on iTunes. Uh, please give me a good rating if you like this, or uh, feel free to give me a bad rating if you didn't, and I'll use that feedback to hopefully make this a better podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram under Chris Alvarez Sci-Fi, on Facebook under Chris Alvarez WLC, on YouTube under Chris Alvarez WLC, and on Twitter under Chris Alvarez WLC. You can also get more information on my website, chrisalvarez.com. Please remember my name, Chris, does not have an H. So it's C-R-I-S-A-L-V-A-R-E-Z.com. Thanks for listening and keep imagining the future.